When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Gee, some good stories in footy. Uh, blokes who have to work harder than others to get their crack at it. Um, and they get their opportunity. They find that they can uh, cut it at the level and then they get some longevity in the caper. That's exactly what's happened to Ryan Gardner at the Western Bulldogs. He signed for another three years at the Dogs. Uh, it's been announced today out of the Western Bulldogs and he's been good enough to join us on the show. Hey, Ryan, congratulations, mate. It's a fantastic story. Thanks very much for having me, guys. Yeah, no, I'm very, very excited. Um, yeah, like you said, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster of a journey for me. So it's um, it's amazing to you know get a three year deal. When did you find, When did you really feel like you found your feet at this level? You've been given some tough jobs in the early stage of your AFL career. When when did you feel like yeah, I, I reckon I'm I reckon I can cut it at this level. Yeah, I think um, definitely early on, I I probably struggled a little bit. Um, especially with the first few games. Um, and then I think towards probably more um, when I did my shoulders in that year, so that was probably a year ago. Um, I, yeah, probably around then I started to realise that it was just more through continuity, I think, that I could um, play at the level and started to believe in myself a bit more each game. And I think just after time, it's, you know, it's really sunk in. And then obviously last year with playing 22 games, I think that was really um, you know a lot of confidence taken out of that year and, I think that I started to really believe throughout the year that I could I could play at the level. Hey Ryan, uh, go ahead. Hey Ryan, you know, uh, congratulations! I don't know if you were listening in uh, before you've jumped on and to have a chat with us, but but Andy and I were talking about uh, uh, Russell Wilson, your quarterback with with Denver, and how he has his own coach, and he has in the past, and they've got a new coach coming in, and, and said, well. Well, I don't quite understand that, and it's not going to be there. Do any of your players or you have your own personal coaches in addition to the coaching staff at the club? Oh, gee, I, I definitely don't. Um, I don't think I don't think any players do. No, I, I mean Bont probably uh, probably might. He's probably the only one I could probably think of. But uh, apart from the guys at the club, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, we have external people who might help us with different parts of our game um, in terms of fitness. Some guys go and see different running coaches and different things like that. But apart from that, we're, we're pretty mm. much with footy. It's just to do with our coaches that we have at the club. So what have you had to work on most? What's been your, since you came into the level and you were giving your, your shot at it at, in the AFL, what have you been focusing mostly on? Yeah, de- definitely just my defensive craft um, in terms of, you know, my one-on-one contests, win and loss, um, and, and then obviously just a bit of marking as well, I think. No, I've always been um, someone who can spoil the ball, but I'm trying to learn to take more marks in the game. So um, I thought that really came out last year in my uh, in my season that I took a few more marks. And I think as you, the years go on and the more I get confident, the, the more I'll be able to go for those marks as well. Hey, I love it when I hear stories, Andy, about players that perhaps might get a bit of perspective. And I reckon you fall in this category. Is it true that you were pulling pots at Yarraville Pub and then had some steam cleaning carpets after after being delisted by Geelong? If, in fact, that is true, that certainly would give you a bit more perspective than some of the young bloods coming through. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, I, I was. I um, I worked three different jobs. I was pouring pints at the pub in Railway, oh. uh, at the Railway in Garraville. Um, I was working as a steam cleaner for a little bit there as well. And then I was also doing a bit of pick packing at a um, at X Blades factory, just pretty much packing boots and sending them off mm. while I uh, studied as well. So yeah, I, I definitely got a good perspective on what it was like not to um, be at an AFL club, or because I was similar to a lot of guys who would come out of school and went straight to an AFL um, program. So it was a real eye opener for me, and I think now um, you know I'm, I'm really into my study and stuff like that, just so that when I finish footy that I have something to fall back on. Good did, man. Did you ever give up on the dream? Uh, I never gave up. I think, obviously, when it, when I got delisted, I definitely, um, you know, had the thoughts of, you know, what's next and, you know, if it was going to happen for me. But I always was confident that I could do it as long as I, um, you know, stuck to what I knew and, and worked hard. And I was, yeah, very lucky that, obviously, that mid-season draft came in the year that I got delisted and I uh, just decided that, I'd go to a um, club that was aligned um, with an AFL club, a VFL club was aligned with an AFL club, just because I thought that was your best opportunity to get picked back up again. And yeah, just lucky enough that you know a few players happened to either retire or um, you know finish up, so that I could you know, take one of those spots that were there. Who at the Western? We're talking to Ryan Gardner, who's just signed on for another three years at the Dogs. Is there someone at the footy club who's had the most faith in you that that you connected with? Um, yeah, I think for me personally, it's um, definitely Bevo and yeah. um, Rowan Smith. Those two, I mean, even early on, like I said, uh, touched on before, it was you know probably things didn't go my way early on in my career, especially playing my first few games. And I definitely found it hard and they just stuck by me and kept giving me opportunities. And um, yeah, I owe a lot to Rowan Smith. He's, he's definitely someone who's taken me under his wing and taught me everything he kind of knows about the game and, um, you know, he's really helped me kind of come out of myself and not be so insular um, when I'm on the field. So, yeah, he, he's a massive role to play and why I've um, made it to where I am. Hey, the, the family here, our audience, uh, I've got to come forward and uh, J-Dog has come through and said that you played the second half of last season with a, a wrist injury and it required some post-season surgery. How did that all come about? Yeah, against um, Geelong in the first game, I actually landed on my hand the wrong way and snapped the main ligament in my wrist. So um, I was lucky enough that I was able to play for the rest of the year with a bit of um, tape around the wrist that kind of held held it together. Just kept dislocating every time I landed on it or did something wrong. So oh, geez. Um, geez. Yeah, I was lucky in the end that had good physios around me that knew exactly what to kind of do and, and stop me from having surgery halfway through the year. It's hard to be confident going for your marks or spoiling. If that's the case, mm. I imagine, right? Was it was it your <laughs> non-dominant hand? Is that is that how you're able to manage it? No, it was my dominant hand. Oh, um, Jesus yeah, Christ. Just, just lucky. Like it, I mean, the taping really helped. It just stopped it from um, – it was just an uncomfortable feeling. It wasn't a painful feeling. It was just more that it almost felt like your um, joint was dislocating. So um, with the tape on, it never seemed to do that, which was good. So I just got through the year with – with a tape right up my arm. Made it hard to kick, so that was probably the only thing that changed. <laughs> hey, what are intra club games like for you when you you know, before you get stuck into the um, you know, the opportunity to test yourself against other clubs in a couple of weeks, you you'll have some um, you know, intra club stuff obviously that you're doing. it's a fairly tall forward line that the uh, that this footy club that you're part of is gonna be able to assemble. What's it like going up against those giants who might be able to fill those spots? Oh yeah, we've we've picked up a lot of tall timber now, so 
we're quite a tall team. Um, no, it's, it's it's incredible. It's going to be amazing because we've got obviously um, Aaron Norton, who's had a lot of, you know, he gets a lot of good key defenders each week, sometimes even two. So to be having um, Rory Lobb down there and take a bit of the heat off him, I'm sure one of them is going to um, break free in games. So for those two, and then even down back now, having Liam Jones um, down there, he's super, you know, he's come into our club and had a massive impact straight away. He's someone who's uh, obviously got a lot of experience, but just the way he goes about his business um, at training, he's, he's such a professional and, and um, he goes really hard at it. I can tell you that. He's a ballistic animal. Yeah. There's no question about that. What do you reckon Sam Darcy's going to develop into, Ron? You've been around the game for a while now. You, you know, you're in that sort of sweet spot as a 25-year-old where you've done the hard. What, what do you think? What do you think Sam Darcy's going to develop into? Oh, I think he's going to be an absolute gun. To be honest, he's um, even just what he does at the moment. He's uh, someone who, if the ball gets kicked and he's anywhere near him, he just marks it. He's someone who's got extremely good skills. He's very well, he's a great kick as well for a tall guy. And um, yeah, like, like you're saying, he's only young, so he's only in his second year. And I can just see him being an absolute star, to be honest. Positionally, have you got a, would you be, you go, yeah, just between us? Like, have you, yeah, I reckon I could peg him as being in that, or, or is it too early to tell what he's going to develop into in that regard? Oh, no, I, I honestly believe he's going to be that. <laughs> He's just some of the things he does is just incredible. Like especially only being in his second year, so um, you know we had a couple of match teams already where he's played down back and the ball's just been kicked near him and he just marks everything. He's you know racking up five or six intercept marks in a match team that only goes for probably forty minutes if that. So um, yeah, it's going to be he's going to be an amazing player, and especially when he puts a bit more size on and. He's just so like he's so versatile. You can play him everywhere. You can play him down forward, play him down back. You can play him in the ruck when he gets a bit of size. So I just can't see him being anything less than that. Well, mate, we know what you're going to be doing. Uh, you'll be a key part of the bullies' uh, back half again. Oh, yes. uh, you, you've got what you deserve, a, a three-year contract extension. You've worked hard to get it, and you deserve it, mate. So well done. Top 10 in the BNF last year, and may the next five, six, seven years at this level and beyond be everything you hope they'll be. Yeah, thanks, thanks for joining us on the show. Thanks very much, guys. Appreciate the time. Good on you, Ryan. mate. Ryan Gardner, Tassie boy. Hang on, Andy. He won, yeah, you said he's seventh in the uh, in the best and fairest. Mm. It's uh, off the screen here. He's also won the award, the Brad Johnson Best Team Player Award. Yeah, he did. No, he won that. So he must be highly respected. No, no I don't doubt. know how that voting goes. No, 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 no doubt about that. What do you need to do to become the best team player? Be the best team player. Is it sort they of put well, team before individual and be the best around the club or a sort just, of on field stuff? Oh, you you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know how about this. No, I'm just asking. Andy. No, these are the no, sorts of awards that Warren Giddy and you know, Ray Gordon used to win because they'd put in, do all the things that no one saw. Yeah, you know, the Hollywood boys don't do have to the worry blue about. collar stuff. Yeah, not the stuff you don't have to worry about. Yeah, you, know, you right. and the Bont aren't doing that sort of stuff. <laughs> you know, you're the thoroughbreds, mate. It's a bit disrespectful of the Bont and you. Why? I'm being disrespectful to both of you. Got to know your role, Andy. <laughs> it's 16 past two.